Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills and... You're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080, the hottest spot north of Milwaukee. At the club, Club 1080, Souk and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the Yes, hello, welcome into the club hour. No Isaac, no soup, but we'll get right into a best of. This is comedian Bert Kreischer, 10 years ago with the brother Souk on Souks of Hazard. And I am proud to say that uh, this man joins our program for the second time. I built you up here a little bit. I am claiming oh, top five luck. guests we have <laughs> ever had on luck. this stupid program. <laughs> so you better bring it. Comedian, uh, TV host, <laughs> yeah, uh, just renaissance man, Bert Ren- Kreischer. Renaissance man is a great way to say <laughs> alcoholic. <laughs> international man of intrigue. Yeah, international man of intrigue. <laughs> now, I first came to know you as Bert the Conqueror. Yeah, I was saying they just officially told me that that show was canceled yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, they canceled it like two years ago. And then yesterday, they're like, just so you know, we're never bringing that back. I was like, that's like getting dumped. And then you run into her. She's got a new boyfriend. And she looks at you and she goes, and we will never have sex again. <laughs> it's like in Office Space when they find out that guy's still getting paid. We fixed the glitch. <laughs> yeah. They fixed, may, they fixed your glitch today. You may do the show again, Bert, but yeah. you will not be receiving a paycheck for it. It's so funny because like, a show like that now, it's it, that show was... I've always done shows that are uh, not. I'm not gonna say ahead of a time. Everyone's like, "Oh, you really rode roller coasters?" That was ahead of its time. No, but like, but like, I did Bert the Con, Bert hurt Bert, which was way ahead of its time. That was Jackass meets Dirty Jobs before Jackass or Dirty Jobs existed. <laughs> I mean, think of how great that show. You know, I'm gonna give you specifics. When I did Hurt Bert, they gave me. Uh, let's let's hypothetically say I'm gonna just kind of throw a number out there. Let's say I got paid fourteen thousand dollars an episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> I got seven hundred dollars as a talent. 
That was my paycheck. Yeah. I paid $700 as a talent and 13300 as an executive producer so I couldn't sue myself. <laughs> because they're like, this guy is definitely going to die. I remember on the list, they were like, Cobra Tamer. I was like, what? Who does that? And they're like, you do on Thursday. <laughs> Done. Yeah. And I remember they were like, yeah, it'll be great. You get bit by a cobra and then we'll watch you go through the anti-venom. And I'm like, no, but that, sometimes people die and they just don't ever come back. And they're like, it'll be fine. We talked to a guy. Sounds like a loophole the NCAA would come up with. Yeah, exactly. He exactly. might he might die here, so here's how we're going to have to pay him so yeah. that we can't get sued. To, can you sue yourself for millions oh. upon millions of dollars? Take out like an insurance claim? Well, stinks! I didn't even get to name the production company. Like I, I was part like of like Worldwide Pants or right, something like, like might, that. Like giving out spankings is what I wanted to call it. <laughs> but I got to. I just had to. Like it was called uh, Mindless Entertainment. That's Mindless. What, oh, yeah. The, now, and you know what? That guy went on to create the surreal life. Uh, uh, the everything you you know you know celebrity on VH1. Yeah, right? he created all of it. So he be, he became really rich, bazillionaire, and, and you needed bazillionaire like bazillions. I don't even know what a bazillion looks like on a check. He has so much money. He doesn't, and it's I'm just and and oh my god, I could tell. I I wish I could just gossip right now. That guy told me I said this one time, and everyone got really upset. But this is true. My first time my TV show ever got canceled. The first one I ever did was uh, called The X Show. It got canceled. And I was like really bummed. I was like heartbroken. It was the first ever disappointment I had in my career. And he I took me into his office, Mark Cronin. He goes, you know what you should do? At the time, Freddie Got Fingered was uh, in the movie theaters. He goes, go Daddy, buy a ticket. Daddy, would you like some sausage? He yeah. goes, go get a ticket to go see Freddie Got Fingered. And I go, okay. And he goes, and just go. He goes, that movie's getting panned right now. And just sit in the theater and go, well, at least this isn't my career. <laughs> so I You're not Tom Green. Yeah, I, I bought a ticket for Freddie Got Fingered. It was so bad. I had a hard time sitting through it. And I was like, thank God I didn't make this movie. I'm, everyone's going to be like, oh, really? You know Tom Green? Yeah, I know. But Tom Green's a great guy now. But that movie was tough to sit through when, in 1999. Okay, everybody? We got Burt Kreischer in studio. He's going to be at uh, Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. You can go to Helium comedy.com pick yes. up your tickets there and, and the show show's the gonna be amazing i'm so funny you can't even tell you i come out we'll be listening to kesha <laughs> die young maybe the best song ever you need to tell the will smith story on uh, stage last time you yeah. were in you told the story about when you met will smith and it was the best story ever with the I... exception of the russian mob story that i heard on a podcast oh yeah that's a pretty good story you need you need to share with us the russian mob story if you can that's so long how much time do we have <laughs> we'll find a way okay Give, give us the abbreviated version of the Russian the, mob the story. Is there a Cliff Notes version of the Russian mob? <laughs> it's really hard. Uh, when I was 22, I got involved with the Russian mafia on accident. <laughs> I, it was an accident. On, I, on accident. Happens yeah. to a lot of people. Well, yeah. I started taking Russian classes at Florida State back when you could... Do you remember how you had to dial into a class? They were like, seven seven nine 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 three eight four has been added to your schedule. And yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah, I got it! You didn't even know what class you had. You'd be like, that's mine! Turns out that was a Russian class. I thought it was Spanish. Then I sit down in class and they're speaking Russian. I go, wait, when did Russian, when did Spanish get a new alphabet? And they're like, this isn't Russian. This isn't Spanish. This is Russian. So I got up. I was like, I'm out of here. Teacher said, sit down, take the class. I need 14 kids to teach class. I'll give you a C. I was like, seriously? She was like, yeah, I need to teach this class. I got my master's and I need 14 kids. If you sit down, you'll get a seat. You're sitting down. I took Russian one, two, three, and four. <laughs> Russian four was taught in Russian. I didn't even learn the... I, I was like an immigrant sitting at the DMV, just like... <laughs> so then I, I, then at the end of that class, same teacher goes, listen, uh, we're taking a class trip to Russia. If you want to go, you'll get another seat. You'll, and you'll get a minor. 
I was like, I'm sorry. She goes, you'll get a minor. Bird has found the wormhole oh. into getting degrees at this point at Florida has, State. Has anyone ever minored in Russian and not been able to speak Russian? Uh, I'm, you're looking at him right there. It's, I went to Russia. I went to Russia. I went to. I was like, well, let's go to Russia and bang some minors. So, so we go. That's what I thought we were doing. Turns out it's a language. I uh, think anything goes over there. It's if those dashboard cams have proved uh, anything to me. It's the, are you talking about the wolves? It's thunder. It's Thunderdome over there in, the, is, in, the, in the land of the Ruskies. This was nice. 1995. This is when the mob ran everything. And they told us that our first night. They're like, listen, they told the whole class, we paid off the mafia to keep us safe. In return for our money, they're giving us two young gangsters that are going to follow us everywhere. They're going to live with us. They're going to walk you to class, walk you on field trips. Don't talk to them. Don't look at them. Um, in my head, I'm like, I've already decided they're going to be my best friends. Right? How are you talking about that? Well, it's like if them? you go to prison, find the biggest, toughest looking guy and befriend yes! him. Yes, exactly. I'm with you. Igor and Sasha. I was going to say, I was, I was, I had a sentence plan. The first night I grab a bottle of vodka and a six pack of Baltica, which is like St. Petersburg's local beer. And I go over, I'm going to go up to their door. I'm going to knock and I'm going to say, Stras, was you? Minyasa Vudbert. I'd practice this all day. Minyasa Vudbert. Ochimbriatna. Yada botayu koshka. Yeah, baby. It's a great sentence. If you speak Russian, you're cracking up hysterically in your car going. You've got a denim jacket, collar popped. You're yeah. ready to go. But it doesn't matter. The second the door opens and I'm face to face with a real Russian gangster with the tattoos and the wife beater with the track pants, I panicked. I panicked. <laughs> he looked at me and goes, stole. And I, everything I had practiced saying flooded out of my head. And all I said in Russian in his doorway was, I am the machine. <laughs> and he started laughing hysterically. He goes, what did you just say? I was like, I'm the machine. He brought me in a room full of nine Russian gangsters drinking and smoking. He goes, tell me what you just said. I'm like, I'm the machine. Literally, I became the machine. That's all I knew how to say with these guys. Is just I'd stand up and go, I'm the machine. They go, he's the machine. And they thought, first of all, here's one of the little, little caveats in this story. They thought I was the funniest human being they've ever met because they had never seen any of the movies that we grew up on. Oh, so you're, you're bringing out like 80s gold and they, they think it's your material. You got it. <laughs> Tommy Boy had just come out and I remember doing fat guy in a little cut. And they're like, who is this guy? And he was like, he's the machine. I was the funniest guy they'd ever met in their entire lives. So one day we go to Moscow. Igor goes, hey, I can go to Moscow. I said, why not? He goes, different mafia runs train, different mafia runs Moscow. Well, don't worry. I talked to Banditi. <laughs> And so he introduces me to my two new gangsters, Igor and Igor. And he says to him, he goes, Igor, Igor, Igor. Bert's in deep at yeah. this point. Yeah. Now now I'm a made man. I remember he goes, this He's is the machine. The, he goes, this is the machine. If you give the machine vodka, you'll have a great time. And the bigger the two Igors is like a kid on Christmas. Like, I can't wait to play with the machine. He grabs me by the shoulder. He goes, the machine doesn't sit in coach. The machine sits in first class with us. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm a gangster. I roll in. It is pimped out with booze and food, and everyone that works on the train comes in to pay their respects. The conductor walked in. I swear to God right now. You're Ray Liotta from Goodfellas at this point. Yes. Yes. I'm a made man. The conductor walks in, rips off the stars and stripes to his shirt. I swear to you. Hands him to me. He goes, this is a present for the machine. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, it would be an honor to do a shot of vodka with a machine. I'm like, these machine stories might have gotten out of control. What do you guys think I do? We drink all the booze within an hour, and Big Ear stands up and goes, Machine, we go to the bar cart to get more vodka. I was like, I'm in the mob. I'll do whatever I want. We roll into the bar cart, and he says to me, I mean, we are like, it is like a John Woo moment. Everyone stops. And he says, he says, Machine, go behind the bar and grab bread. And I'm like, I'm like, Cleb, he says that in Russian, and I understand what he says. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm learning the language. I literally am learning language, not, not through flashcards and textbooks, but by joining the mafia. I'm proud. 
I go behind the bar. I'm like, I know what you said. He's like, grab cheese. I was like, Sam, cheese. I got it. Give me another one. He's like, grab vodka. I was like, I already another one. Give me another one. He's like, grab the money. I'm like, huh? He's like, grab the money. And I realized at that instant, we're robbing the bar cart. And I'm the one doing it, hooked on phonics style. <laughs> okay. Hey. okay. So this story uh, spanned more than one segment. So uh, we will continue with Burt Kreischer, the machine, when we come back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Best of edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. When we last left, Burt Kreischer was telling the story of uh, being convinced in uh, a little bit of loss in translation with the Russian mob to rob the bar cart. We will pick up the rest of that story. So when last we left you, Bert, uh, yeah. you were committing robberies with a Russian mob gang. Yeah, we were just talking about that. We were like, like you know, this is like 1995. This is before you knew that the Russian mob was scary. Like we had beat them in the war. We thought they were like subservient to us, and then we went over there and we were like, we we're like, yeah, I remember them saying mob. And we were like mob, like 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 Goodfellas. Like no, it can't be like that. These guys were yeah, but now you know you now you look back. Yeah, they're, they're like, a little Eastern bit, Promises. Have you yeah, seen that movie? A little, yeah, uh, was oh, it Viggo Mortensen? Oh, he was slightly naked, scarier. Fighting than... another dude. Hello. <laughs> you're having you're having a good time back then, but looking back on it now, you're like, um, probably could have gotten shot at any given moment. Oh yeah, we'd rob the bar cart. <laughs> we robbed the bar cart, and I remember we would leave. That should be the title of this story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> we robbed the bar cart. We leave, and I remember two of my classmates see us, and they're like. Oh my God, you're in so much trouble. We walk back to our first class cabin, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm I, the weight is not lost on me. I realize what we've done. The door opens, and it's our teacher, one of our chaperones who didn't speak Russian. She just starts yelling, This is over. You stand up, mister. Stand up right now. Big Igor takes some of vodka, spits in her face, and goes, No one talks to the machine like that. 
shuts the door in her face and he goes, this grew her, this is Russia. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to get bad. He goes, don't worry, machine. When it gets dark, we have good time. I'm like, what are we doing when it gets dark? He reaches in his pocket, pulls out a ring of keys. He goes, we're robbing the whole train. And so we robbed it. We robbed the whole train. We robbed the whole. We started. I looked at so the guys. I go, let's start with my class. I want to. I want to get my feet wet in a safe place. So we, I mean, if there's any consolation, we robbed me too because my bag was with them. And then, uh, and then we went back to our, our room and drank the whole the whole train ride. We had to go to Moscow. That's a long train ride. We drank the whole night. We pulled to Moscow at like six in the morning. So drunk. I remember. I don't think I've been that drunk in a long time. Train stops. As soon as it does, door open. Same teacher. And I'm like, oh, here we go. She's she by the way she like did not like me she didn't like me before I robbed the train yes. okay <laughs> now she really doesn't like me but she opens the door and she's not even mad she looks like very like almost like compassionate she goes I'm just giving you a heads up they've alerted the police and I'm like what and Big Igor sees this there's a cop on the train platform taking a statement from my whole class are you just waiting to get arrested at this point and spending like a, a twenty years in a Russian gulag in my head I'm like in my head I'm like how could they do this to me. My class. Yes, I robbed them. You but, just robbed them. Yeah, but but they know me. They know I didn't mean it in a bad way. Like, and Big Ewer runs out to the cop. He's got a bottle of vodka in one hand, cigarette in the other. Cop's taking a statement from the class. My class is still in their pajamas, right? <laughs> Grabs the cop, spins him around, and starts yelling at him. Like, in Russian, just, oh, yeah. I don't know what he's saying. I don't speak the language. Just, oh, yeah. And the cop's yelling back. I'm watching this go down going, this is not how I would have handled that, Igor. I would have maybe said, I'm sorry. Like, and then now the cop's staring at me, and I hear him yell. At me, pointing to me on the train. I'm in like those little steps to get on. Yeah, he goes, "Pajamas and like real loud, which doesn't sound like you're okay. Stay there. <laughs> I walk to the cop, thinking exactly that. I'm going to the gulag for 20 years. Yeah, they're rolling over on you. Yeah. Someone's got to be made an example of. It's going to be the machine. It's going to be me. Yeah, I, I can't wait to go to the gulag and spend my senior year there. <laughs> there, Oswald. I get like 10 steps from the cop who's standing in front of the cl- class I just robbed. Next yeah. to the gangster I robbed him with. Cop, the cop looks impatient. He takes like five big ass Gestapo steps, just <laughs> ho, 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 grabs me by the arm, almost lifts me off my feet, spins me away from my class, away from Igor, gets right up in my face, and he goes, So, I understand you're the machine. <laughs> Tonight you party with us. And I was like, I'm not in trouble? He goes, No, you're not in trouble. I said, Seriously? He goes, No, screw her. She, this is Russia. <laughs> so I partied with two cops and a plastic surgeon. It's the craziest. I, you know, it's like, it's like, I, people go, is that story real? If I could write that, I'm a great writer, okay? Give me credit if I could write it. It's, I can't write it. You'll go see my act. I'm not that good of a writer. I've got that story. I've got a, I fought a bear one time. I just had to play with Rachel Ray. That's it. That's all I got, okay? Like, it is. it just is one of those things. The last time I was here, one of my classmates from that train trip came to the show. Sat in the front row. DJ. Yeah. I think he's in Asia now. I keep in touch with him. He sat in the show, and he had pictures of the train trip. He had pictures of all of it, and he brought it to the show, and I was like, shut up. You're 25 years old when this is going down. 25 years old, full head of hair. That looks so cute. Do you still keep in contact with Igor or any of your uh, pals no, over there? No, I, I never. Like, this is this is before the internet. I mean, not before the internet. I'm sure it was around, but before anyone used it. Yeah. And so, like, there's no contact. I'm sure he's dead. Like, the average life <laughs> lifespan of a Russian is, like, 50 years old. That Igor had some hard living. Dude, I remember sitting with him drinking one night and going, like, like, why did you do this? Like, why did you get involved with these people? And he goes, he was like, what did you expect? He goes, when I was a kid, I could just, I'm, I'm not doing it in my accent, but he's like, when I was a kid, I could just do nothing and then get by. And then all of a sudden, I'm like a, I'm like 22 years old, 25 years old, and all of a sudden, I've got to be, like a, a like, a capitalist? I don't know how to do that. 
He's like, I just all I know how to, so I just work with these guys and they give me money and I just do things like this. Yeah, nice car. Yeah, and, nice yeah. car. And 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 it's a growth industry right there, is what that is. It really is. And so I was like, really, I remember telling him one time I'd smoked pot and done cocaine, and he was like, How dare you? How dare you? I was like, Hold on, you're in the mob, okay? <laughs> like I just partied. You getting a little judgmental? I, I, yeah, I just went to Woodstock, okay? <laughs> Listen, how dare? But yeah, he was he was an interesting guy. They were very interesting people. So did you like hang out with him the the whole trip? He was my, my Igor, the guy in St. Petersburg, was my buddy. We did a lot of stuff. We stole a boat together. <laughs> We did a lot of stuff. He was a great guy. He was a really minus, great guy. Minus the mob thing, and no, yeah. like he, but he was like, he was like he was such a, a low mobster. level gangster. He was such a low level gangster because he was watching a class. Like he was watching. Like imagine what kind of gangster you have to be to watch a class and take him on field trips. That, like Al Pacino and Donnie Brasco. You're a mobster, but you're, you're forced to like knock over the parking meters. That exactly, sort of thing. exactly. You're not exactly like Sammy the Bull Gravano at that. No, point. he was not. Like I remember, we go to a bar called. Uh, Club Europe or um, the the Europe. It was like a, a bar in St. Petersburg. I'm, 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 I forget the name of it. But we go there and there were real gangsters there. Like his buddies. Slightly different. I remember he introduced me to one. And the guy, one guy goes, I was with a couple of my classmates, hot girls and, my, and a teacher. And he goes. It's going to be good to impress the girls. These are my buddy, the mobsters. Well, well, I, once I became friends with Igor, then we all became friends with Igor. Oh. And then we all started hanging out with him. So we go to this bar one time, and he's, one of his bosses is there. And he's like, oh, so you're the machine, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, nice, nice. We need to drink. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, and then he grabs me by his arm, and he goes, I say we trade women. And I was like, I don't, that's not my, okay, let's do it. I was like, yeah, take whichever one you want. I'll take yours. Which one's yours? Oh, she had a dime. And that girl sat on a couch and smoked and did not talk to me the entire time. I think she'd been traded a lot. And I was like, I was like, so he said that we could. She's like, no English. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't speak Russian. How do I explain your mind now? You are a very beautiful woman. You will be with me tonight. Yeah. Menyasa uh, uh, the machine. It's nice story I got to you. Well, maybe on the on the new show Trip Flip, you can take some. Oh yeah, <laughs> Travel Channel is so, just beaming with excitement that one of their hosts' only recognizable travel story is when he robbed a train. That you can imagine the, the whole premise of the show is you go up to complete strangers, you yes. offer them a trip of a lifetime, you'll pay for everything. People are going to hear this and go, "Wait, I'm sorry, I don't want to go anywhere with you because I want to get involved with the mafia." They have to say yes right then. They don't get yeah. to know where they're going, and now this story comes out. Uh, wh- how great of a great premiere for the third season, guys! We're going to Russia. Going to Russia. <laughs> These are my buddies machine. Igor and Sasha. They're going to be our escorts. <laughs> Do you guys know how to handle a machine gun? <laughs> you, will, you will by the time the train stops. Yeah, exactly. Awesome stuff from Bert the Machine Kreischer. Uh, more coming up, including Snake Girl and Big John in the club. Uh, but first, Sports Center. Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. We'll get right to it before we get Big John in here. But uh, one final segment for you in the Club Hour. This was a Club Hour opening from about a month ago, maybe just a few weeks ago. But uh, it was appalling. We're talking about, uh, let's see, parents, a daughter, and her pet snake. Yeah. I'm reading reading a disturbing snake story right now. We made it to the club. Uh, What's going on with snakes over there? Well, this comes to us from uh, overseas. And... uh, I mean, it, it doesn't have like a horrible ending or anything, but I, I find it very uh, like we don't understand snake people here on the show. Why on earth would you have a pet snake? I don't get it. They're not loving creatures. They would eat you if they could. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, it's a freaking snake. Like, what are you doing? And uh, there was this dude across the uh, the pond. I guess he was in uh, Surrey over there in the UK. And his daughter, from when she was young, got really into snakes, which first off, that's a failure on you as a parent. Like, if your little kid is into snakes, you're not doing your job as a parent. she's maybe psycho? I would think so. Right. Yeah, you know, seed of the, the devil and whatnot. Yeah. And the dad's a little weird, too. He's like a science bro. And uh, so he's all into it. He thinks it's great that his daughter uh, loves snakes. So she keeps saying that I, I want to buy a snake. I want to buy a snake. And she wants this albino python. The, the big, long pythons, but that are, like, yellow. Yeah. The albino I've ones. seen them. Right? So he buys a little uh, baby one to go along with his baby girl, and they get raised together. And it's actually, some of the photos are, are I guess, kind of cute. So from the time she's like two, she's got this little pet uh, python. Well, the python eventually grows to be this giant-ass snake that weighs, you know, five times more than she does. Tell me it ate her. So, and they do everything together. They're doing homework together, and she insists on sleeping with it. It sleeps in her bed. I don't... I don't feel like they're doing homework together because I don't think the snake yes. does homework. Well, you don't know. The snake is doing his own homework. So the snake's just hanging out. Just hanging out. They're sleeping together. 
Like there's she's taking naps. Kinky. Yeah. And the snake is lying there, like on her legs, sleeping too. And you know, they're feeding the, the snake rats and little gerbils, and the snake seems happy. Well, the snake gets full grown now. It's this big monster bohemia thing. You know, it's like 15 feet long, this big massive sucker. And it stops eating. And so they get concerned. So it hasn't eaten like in in looking here. Uh, 10 days to two weeks. Won't eat anything. Do you put snakes down or do they just die? Oh, I put snakes down all the time. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what I mean. Well, they took it to the vet. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like her best friend in the world. So the kid's freaking out because they're like, what's wrong with the snake? The snake won't eat. So they take it to the vet. They do some uh, snake work on it. Do some blood work. Nothing. They run an ultrasound on the snake. Nothing. Everything's fine with the snake. And then the vet tells the dad what's going down. And it's terrifying. And I didn't know snakes did this. Do you know why snakes, if, if a snake is healthy, the vet said there's only one reason a snake stops eating. Yeah, I think they're gearing up for a big meal, right? Bingo. Yeah. And all that snake had ever known was little gerbils. Oh. There's nothing else. And the snake can't eat a... Like Richard Gear. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Gear. yes. The whole, the whole way. The snake couldn't eat there's no, there was no dogs in the house there's no cats in the house it couldn't eat one of the adults the snake was gearing up to eat is that what the doctor told her yes then? oh sweet. he said you cannot have this snake around your dog it's gonna eat you it's gonna eat her and the, 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 i guess there was like this huge emotional thing they're like they he would never do it and the, the vet's like yes there's there's only one reason why snakes will stop eating especially if they've been conditioned to eat small meals on yeah. regular times he said, this snake is doing one thing and one thing only. Their stomach, uh, like when they, when they stop eating, he said there's like a some sort of enzyme to get releases. And it's it's basically they're purging them their system so they can go after something quite large. How big was this snake and how big was the girl? The girl looks to be about, because she's had it when she was like two. And now the girl looks like maybe she's five. Okay. You know, I'm, trying to fi- I'm trying to figure, like, it was, is it reasonable that this snake is yes. big enough to take down a, a, a being of this size? 100%. The, vet, the vet said this Ugh. is absolutely like in this. Her? I'm sure it could kill her, but would yes. it eat her? Yes. The like, vet, I'm reading, swallow her? they're saying that this would be well within this python's ability yes. to unhinge the jaws Whoa. and go over the top. All right. And that's what they're saying. There's nothing. Did they start at the head or the feet? Uh, start at the head. you got to get past the shoulders. Yeah. So that's the big one, is that why you can't eat a person, you can't get over the shoulders. But with a little four or five-year-old girl, you can. And the dad the dad was absolutely mortified that he had put his daughter at risk. Well, yeah. This entire time. Just now. It took it's him this snake, long. Just dude. now. What did you think? I mean, like, people are so stupid. By the way, they didn't get rid of the snake. Why? Well, they, what, what do you mean? What did they, what? It's what not, did they do? She is not allowed to be alone with the snake anymore. It has to be supervised. Oh, my God. This idiot still has the snake in the house. They built them a big uh, terrarium, and she's not allowed. She can play with him, but only oh with adult supervision. Oh, my God. You have a snake now that was raised from birth. So they can trust the little girl to just not... Like, the little girl... Exactly. She may just end up alone with the snake without even... I hope that he has sat her down and be like, I know you think this snake is your friend, it but is no, not. it is not. What are the signs that the snake's about to eat her? <laughs> well, I, I guess if it stops eating... I guess that's... If you own a snake and it stops eating... Yeah, no, but I mean, like, like right then... Like, what is... I don't know. Five <laughs> seconds before it eats you, what is happening? I, I don't know. I'm not a snake guy. 
But I, I read that story and I was like, what in the hell? Imagine, like, I, I mean, I love my dogs. They're like, that's the, my, my dogs are my babies. I can't imagine going to the vet and my Akita is, is big. I can't imagine being like, hey, my dog stopped eating. And uh, it's just acting really funny, and it's kind of lethargic, and I don't know what's going on in the vet's like, I hate to break it to you, Mr. Skanik, but he's planning on ripping your throat out. Like, that is, the, how disturbing a, 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 like a piece of news is that? Now, it says here, if it flicks its tongue more often, that can be a sign that it's getting ready to chow you. <laughs> um, how often is, like, just, you know, now you have to keep, like, like, tabs on how often it's flicking its tongue. Yeah. Normal versus the murder snake? It says prowling the front of the... T- like, if they're more active, like prowling, Oof. slithering around, that could be a sign that it's about ready to uh, dominate you. Man. They're also saying that... Um, yeah, it, like, if it's it rests less, like, it's more restless. Yeah. And then it focuses on you. So you think that, like, oh, it's my, my snake is my best friend and it's oh, spending man. extra time with it's me. really giving me a lot of love today. Mm-hmm. And and what you don't realize is that thing is just thinking about uh, taking you down. And yeah. so how would it go about this eventually, though? It would it yeah. would suffocate you first, then it would go over? Yeah. 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 Squeeze you, claps your lungs, suffocate you, and then it, it, they would get you by the head. And then it unhinges the jaws. And they said with a, a girl this size that it could absolutely do that. Cool. Well, I, just, I wouldn't want that to happen, but you know. I mean, think about it. You think? Imagine being a, your own fault. Yeah, you're a four or five year little girl, and you're dealing with a 15 foot snake that weighs 250 pounds. Not your friend. No, I would what? like the father to get a little in that too. You know, right? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. At least lose a leg or something. Something, dumbass. And then your your thing is, well, you know, we'll just put it in the cage because no snake has ever gotten out of a cage. Oh, and by the way. You've taught your daughter and the snake at night they go together. So if the snake doesn't make its way out of the cage, yeah, it's going for the thing in the house that, one, it likes yeah. to sleep with, and two, that it's planning yeah. to eat. Could you sleep with it? So you're the little girl, or you're just you, and let's say the snake could eat you. This is, what would you say, 16 feet? Yeah, uh, yeah, about 16 feet, 250 ass, pounds. That's a big snake. It's a huge snake. You have it in a secured enclosure. But you know that at night, if it gets out, it is coming to eat you and can? No. Can you sleep in that house? No. no. There's no. no I don't believe that there is. We, you did the cobra story, right, about the cobra that kept escaping. There is no safe, safe snake enclosure. It doesn't exist. Yeah. That this is... guy says first clue would be the sudden hug from the python. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we had one of those. That was a python. Remember, we had that uh, clip not too long ago where the lady was attempting to take the snake out of the cage, and the snake was lunging at her, and she's like, oh, you're an angry snake. And it grabs her hand, starts wrapping around its arm, and is crushing the lady's arm. People are so stupid. I know. What are you doing? You literally have a murder hug, and it's stalking your daughter. I'm sorry. That guy should be investigated by, like, child welfare services. Your vet just told you that your pet is planning on murdering your child, and your response is, I'll put it in a cage. Visitation rights, yeah. yeah. Right? We'll give it a collar. That's, I mean, it's like if you're near, like, hey, by the way, uh, your neighbor, we, we found uh, your neighbor, uh, his diary, and he's planning on murdering your child, and you're like, mm, I'll lock the door. Yeah. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, no big deal. Uh, yeah. 
kind of a big deal. I, I love that segment. Uh, people and their animals, man. I'm a, I'm a pet owner. I get the affinity for animals. I do not understand a situation like that. Um, all right, we're going to finish this thing up, get Big John on the line, and wrap up the club coming up next on The Fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hello. Still me. Still hanging with you guys. Uh, no John tonight, not able to get a hold of the big man. So uh, you and me taking this thing home, Portland. Uh, let's see. What do we want to get into? Well, I think what's most apropos right now is that even though this is the club hour, uh, it's important that we dive back in and check the box score. And, yes, Damian Lillard, officially the all-time leading scorer in Portland Trailblazers history. Dame now with 22 points on the night. Just an incredible accomplishment for him. And, uh, you know, this season, Blazers sitting at 17 and 13. I know that they have, at least Dame has aspirations of staying here, growing the franchise. You know, I don't know if he wants to retire here or not, but his name has been involved in so many discussions over the years. If he, he had ways to force himself out if he wanted to, he has kept going back to the well with this franchise, um, with this team. And uh, tonight, finally seeing the fruit of all that labor um, with the all-time scoring mark now going to his name. Um, you know, uh, someone may some year uh, come along and, and break that, but 
Now the man has been with the franchise um, since 2012, 10 years, and uh, and really has just been everything you could want in a franchise player. I, I don't know that you could ask anything more. I mean, if you were creating a superstar out of a mold, like what what else Lillard doesn't have? I mean, I, I, it is hard to find faults with him. He's a great teammate. He's great with the community. He's a good person from what we can tell. Uh, he is involved in his teammates' lives. Uh, he seems to be coachable. He's also assertive. Uh, there's just there's so many things that he does, basketball and otherwise, and I, I know that we spend a ton of time on this station talking about how great he is and extolling Damian Lillard's virtues, but uh, on a night like tonight when he takes over the mantle of the number one scorer in all of Blazers history, um, that really means something. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many more years he's going to do it with them and how many more he has in the tank. It's always it's always so tough for these basketball players to know when the cliff is coming. And for Dame, it's not going to be for a while because I don't, I don't feel like he plays a brand of basketball. He plays hard, but he doesn't play necessarily an above-the-rim style. That's uh, super bouncy. That's going to that's going to fall off in a hurry. Sure, he's explosive as a shooter, um, but I think those above the rim players see their game fall off a little bit sooner. He he can play this game for a long time. I really wonder how long he is going to be in Portland for and what they can do with him. I think that um, it was a really difficult thing for him to you know, and I don't know that it's all him, but the franchise to move away from the backcourt duo that was him and CJ. And I do think that required his blessing. Um, CJ was his boy, and they kept that together for a while. They tried a lot of different iterations of that backcourt show, and it just wasn't working. And Dame, a big enough player, and uh, their relationship strong enough to say, we got to try something different. And I don't think he was the one necessarily <laughs> shoving CJ out the door. But, uh, you know, the trade netted them Jeremy Grant. And, uh, and Jeremy Grant now a huge piece. And we've seen... Anthony Simons start to step into that role that CJ filled and thrive, but Damian Lillard's making that happen for these guys. And, uh, you know, we heard Dame talk just a week or two ago about the development of both Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp, uh, two really young dudes who are learning at a rapid pace uh, and getting better at a rapid pace in large part because of Dame's willingness to take them under his wing because of his unselfishness. I mean, he has so much going on um, in his own life. I mean, it, it's it's really tough. You see this NBA lifestyle, and I think it's a lot different. Uh, and I, I think that the kind of chasm between young players and old players can sometimes be a pretty wide one, especially when you're talking about youth um, and, and, and what those guys are going through adjusting to the league versus the guys who are established, who have a routine, who have a family. Um, it's just... They're worlds apart, and so I think for someone like Dame to make a point of helping bring those guys along, and you've already seen um, what ha I mean, you, you've seen in those guys' basketball game just how far they've come since becoming a bigger part of the team, of the rotation, of the roster. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how this is going to, you know, we've seen a third of a season of a three-headed monster of this team and kind of uh, what it looks like. And, and I don't know what the future of roster building uh, under Cronin looks like. But Damian Lillard clearly going to remain the center of this for a while. And uh, tonight, Damian getting some of his flowers as, uh, as he now takes over the mantle for the top scoring 
player in all of Blazers franchise history. Um, do want to give a couple shout outs to um, before we wrap it up here. Uh, you know, I know that uh, we have just an exceptional team here um, at 1080 that is always uh, trying to help us along with uh, whatever technical issues that we have. And uh, there are plenty of jokes that get bandied about <laughs> about uh, about an Odyssey station, things like that. But I will tell you, I had such a fantastic weekend, large in part because of being part of an Odyssey station. Um, our company had a bunch of trade certificates with uh, the Tolavana Inn in Cannon Beach, and we only had um, a couple days to claim them and try to use them before the end of the year, but I had an open weekend this last weekend and also have a one-and-a-half-year-old son, and when the weather is crappy, um, you're always looking for different things to do rather than just stay in the house, and so we decided we were going to take a one-day trip um, out to the beach, and uh, because of those little trade certificates, we were able to stay on an oceanfront room, let little man run around the sand and the beach. Um, his name is Cannon. We're going to tell him that the beach was named after him and see how long uh, he can. Uh, we, or we, Well, I guess we're going to see how long he's willing to let us run with that lie before he calls us on it. I think one of the great things about being a parent is being able to feed your children facts of life that they have really no way of being able to dispute. And so when he finds out um, that it's named Cannon Beach, and we tell them, oh, yeah, they named that after you. Um, we expect them to believe us, at least for a while. Um, and uh, this is a page I'm taking out of my dad's book because he had all sorts of nuggets and factoids about life. And my grandfather did the same thing, so it's probably something that's been passed down through the generations. But I remember being so embarrassed uh, as, <laughs> as a little kid, actually uh, embarrassed for my brother because I knew what was up, and I had been found out by a friend that this wasn't real in a while, but I didn't tell my brother. So we would always have this drive back to our house where we'd see cows on the hillside. And um, <laughs> one day I asked why these cows don't tip over when they stand on the steep hillside because it, it looks like they would. Uh, you know, I was a little kid, didn't get it. My dad explained to me, well, those are a special type of cows, and they're called hill cows. And they are born with the legs on one side of their body shorter than the other so that they can stand upright on hills without tipping over. And that the only problem for the species is when they stand on flat ground, they walk in circles because they lean. And I believed that, and I tried to tell my friends about hill cows when I was in third or fourth grade. I learned quickly that wasn't a thing. Well, my brother tried to tell his entire third grade class about the species of hill cow that lived right near our house, which the teacher had to shoot down uh, completely in front of the class. So uh, that is my uh, final anecdote of the day, uh, feeding lies to my son, making him believe that Cannon Beach was named after him. Uh, but I want to thank all of you for joining me here today on this best of. Uh, Going to be back at it tomorrow and the following day and the day after that. So if you have specific songs that uh, you want to hear in the rotator music, if you have specific segments that you want to hear in the best of shows, uh, you want to wrap out with me on the text line 503-250-1080 or hit us up on Twitter at 1080thefan. Would love to hear from you. That's going to do it for me. I've been Ryan Buckley. You've been listening to a best of edition of Primetime with Isaac and Kinsuke. Have a good night, everybody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.